0: And welcome back to Fan Critical's coverage of The Walking Dead. Yay. Yay. I'm your host Emma and this week it's just John and I again. So say hi, John.
1: Uh hello there.
0: Uh so this week we will be talking through the latest episode of season nine, episode eleven, entitled Bounty. As usual, we'll be going through our favourite and not-so-favourite parts of the episode before we move on to Comic Corner to talk about how they've handled the original storylines.
1: Yes, I have prepared this week.
0: He has. I watched him. (laughs) Uh, If you don't want those spoilers, then that's okay. We'll give you a warning beforehand, and you can just switch off at that point or skip forward a few minutes and get to the end of the podcast. So, first up, we're going to give Blueberry scores and overall thoughts and feels on the episode. Mm. I'm going to go first. Okay. And just in case there's anyone out there who doesn't know the Blueberry system... Here it is: zero to five. Zero is the worst. Five is the best. There can be no halves. None at all. Zero halves. Mm. Okay. Uh, I love this episode. Okay. It uh, it was funny. It was a bit tense. There was some good emotion. <laughs> we discovered a whole new side of Henry. We'll get to that later. Okay. Um, and I, I thought we moved it moved along quite nicely. We've got a bit of background, kind of filled in some of the gaps. And it was a bit fun, actually, in places, mm. which I thought was a nice switch up. <clears throat> yeah, it was It was enjoyable. Even on the second watch, I, I enjoyed it more, actually. Okay. And a lot of it was quite interesting. But there are some parts that I'm quite interested to ask about, where, how they link in with the comic storylines. Yeah. So I'm quite looking forward to Comic Corner this week. Good. Uh, yeah, so so interesting. I give it, overall, four out of five Blueberries. Whoa. Yeah, good episode.
1: Good episode. Good
0: episode. And Samantha Morton, like, cracking, man. She's terrifying.
1: She is very good. I expressed some concern over the direction of the character last week, but to be fair, they are doing her slightly different than I, to what I thought they would do, um, but it still works. So, and if anything... Maybe it's better. Ooh, bold! That is bold. Yeah, I mean it's been two two episodes for God's sakes. I'm going to move on now and uh, and do my bloobs.
0: Go on, give us your bloobs, John.
1: Right, anyone that's listened to our coverage of uh, of The Walking Dead um, will know that I mean I have a very uh, hate hate relationship to this show. It's it's no secret that since the, I mean series seven and series eight. Were abysmal, and I did say that I was pretty impressed with the first half of of this season. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I made a, a bold prediction last week that um, we might see some five blueberry episodes. Holy shit! In the later half uh, of of this of this season, is I the... think we've got one already. Are you five blueberries? Holy me.
0: mother fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but this is unheard of.
1: Yeah. um it's uh, okay that's blown me away well i mean i'm sort of stunned that i'm saying that to be honest but sometimes uh there's an episode in a series that i don't see coming it's brilliant um and genuinely there is a scene and and we'll talk about it later on it is unbelievably well done and for that scene alone, as soon as I saw that, that kind of upped the rest of the episode for me.
0: I think I know the scene. Um,
1: it was excellent. So I'm very, very pleased. Speechless in a way, to be honest, but fair play, five blueberries.
0: I'm I'm baffled. <laughs> I actually don't know where to go from here. I'm completely baffled. That yeah. is
1: So oh. that's the end of our episode. And the end of our coverage.
0: Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, I, did, I contemplated giving it a 5 out of 5 but it wasn't quite there for me but mm. I'm really pleased that you finally come to love an episode of Walking uh, Dead that much Look, well, um, well done Kang
1: it was, uh, well yeah all hail Kang, Kang
0: just a very well paced
1: episode uh, we'll get on to kind of the comparison with the comics um, and how they do it and I thought it was it was good in the comics this is better, they've done it better than the comics have done that and, and bearing in mind, the comics have much better characters involved in this whole process. Mm. Uh, the the kind of peril that you feel uh, in that moment um, was excellent. So there you go. <laughs> literally,
0: I've literally got nothing. I don't think Len can ever come back now. Now that you've given a five out of five when he wasn't here, I think that's it. He's, well, he's I think gone. I should
1: probably just retire from this, to be honest. Yeah, next but... week it'll
0: be a one blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gone to that shit. That could
1: very well happen, but... <clears throat> I'm glad that, you know, this week was good.
0: Well, well I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for you, John. Good. Actually. I'm, That's I'm... this where
1: we insert the applause and stuff.
0: Well, we've got lots of stuff to talk about in this episode. Uh, I'm still shell-shocked from that entire experience. Mm. Uh, but before we do that, it's time for a little advert. Oh, for fuck. Hello. Thank you for tuning in again this week to our coverage of The Walking Dead. This is the advert section. Uh, we have to ask for support and a little bit of help, but also to tell you about all of the other cool stuff that we're doing at the moment. So we don't just cover The Walking Dead, and I know that you love it. I mean, this week, bombshell in terms of schools. We've recently released our Oscars predictions, and the results are in now. They're all a bit shocking my my predictions were shocking let's be honest uh, but that's a great listen and especially now you know who's won, you can laugh at us all being completely wrong about some things and spot on about some others we've recently done our retrospective review of the shining which was uh, a good a good giggle uh, a nice rollback for us to uh, something that we all really love and upcoming we've got some really exciting things so john and gareth are going to be launching the worst of netflix yes uh, in the next few weeks sounds like it's going to be a very exciting interesting and funny podcast so definitely keep an eye out and tune into that and in the next couple of weeks we'll also be launching one of our castle rock critical retrospective reviews that is a mouthful uh we're going to be doing the Shawshank redemption oh. uh, i've just finished the short story and uh, i've got lots of comments so do tune into that if you want to follow all the stuff that we're doing then you should follow us on social media we have got a Twitter account. How can we find that, John?
1: Fancriticalpod.
0: Uh, we're also on Instagram at fan underscore critical. And we're on Facebook. Just search fancritical and you'll find us on there. And we love to have a good chat about all the things going on. We'll also tell you what we're doing. We can also be contacted by email. And we do like to listen to your reviews and your feedback. That's fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. So subscribe, leave us a review and keep up to date with all the stuff that's going on. But for now, it's back to The Walking Dead. <laughs> Easy peasy lemon squeezy So uh, usual style John I'm going to talk about the things we loved and things we didn't love so much uh, Seeing as you rated this a 5 out of 5 blueberries I'm going to let you go first Cool Give us something
1: um, uh, I mean this is going to sound mental now But I'm now going to talk about Something I wasn't massively keen on
0: Might as well get it out of the way
1: Yeah. We can't so... really go on a
0: full positive 5 out of 5 blueberries He loved everything Where's John?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, this cinema thing, I, I kind of just got lost halfway through. I was like, what are they doing there again? Um for a second I thought, all oh, right, they're clearing the cinema out because it would be quite cool if they had a cinema that they could go to. I um, mean, that's,
0: that's legit. <laughs> it'd be pretty cool. You wouldn't have to pay uh, either.
1: Which is ridiculous. And um, I guess I kind of just sat there and thought, why are they doing this? It seems very risky. And, and then I got it in the end. But but actually, the kind of the end of it, was was uh, really well shot with uh, Ezekiel and Carol on the stage. Um, you've obviously got the bulb turns on. That that shot itself is actually very good. It was beautiful, actually. Um, I thought. Yeah, it was. It was very well done. I guess uh, when you've got such a, a compelling um, main story, it did feel very uh, secondary. It felt ve- very very uh, fillery. And to be honest, I, I just wanted to get back to the Whisperers at, at the gate. You know, that that to me was like, this is awesome. I'm loving this.
0: You're going to hate me. Go on. It's one of my favourite bits of the episode. Yeah,
1: but I know it would be for you because that kind of uh, the humour and the human side of that story,
0: you love all that. Yeah, do you know what? It was like a little zombie apocalypse romp. I thought it was brilliant. So I, mean, I made a note earlier going okay, one of my favourite bits was the mission mix. Mm. When that cracked on, and then Jerry, like, singing along while they're trying to get the zombies out of the cinema. Zombies. Get the zombie <laughs> out of cinema, no! I was cracking up. I thought it was brilliant. And actually, I think the reason that I love that stuff is because sometimes it can all be a bit fucking dark and depressing. And yeah, it's I nice. Agree. It's nice to see a bit of humanity and yep. a bit of fun. And I liked watching Carol go from, what the fuck are you not playing at? So, alright, come on then. We can do it we might as well do it now might as well do it now let's let's do it properly and I I, I really enjoyed it you know I love Jerry and Mm. it was nice having back and Ezekiel was on point this episode I thought with like peak Shakespearean stage actor fucking brilliant yeah and and I just a bit of humour worked really well for me as a contrast to the abysmally awful other not awful as in like (laughs) Well done, but awful as in like traumatizing. The yeah, yeah, the situation was terrible, yeah. and it was nice to have that juxtaposition of a bit of light heartedness and and to show that you can you can still have a bit of fun even if the world is fucked. Yeah, and and I liked it, and I, and I I also quite enjoy and I always enjoy Carolyn Ezekiel. Like you're right, that that scene at the end of the culmination of that storyline was beautiful. Mm. It was so well shot. Their chemistry together is is fantastic. And I really enjoy watching them both on screen. I mean, it was a bit stupid. <laughs> it was a bit stupid. But yeah. I liked it. I, I really enjoyed it. It was one yeah. of my favourite bits. And I, and I just thought it was really well done.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think maybe they knew it was a bit stupid.
0: Yeah, I mean, it had a soundtrack.
1: Yeah, I mean, good good soundtrack though. Brilliant. Mm. No, look, fair enough. Uh, look, I had to start with with that as a, as a kind of negative for me. But that would be like the plus point in a lot of absolutely abysmal episodes of The Walking Dead. So we'll let that go.
0: I'm going to, I'm going to throw a a slight negative or or more amusing, but um, annoying bit. Did you notice the introduction of Pouty Henry? So all of a sudden in this episode, when he's talking to Lydia and he's talking to Enid, he's got like this model man pout thing going on. Okay,
1: but I think he's always had that. I don't know, I've never noticed
0: it before. I wrote it down with one of the first notes I made. I was like, why is Henry pouting? That's
1: his acting. Oh, is it? Yeah.
0: Is that when he does super emotional? It's
1: like, come on, you've got to be emotional now. Well, not that pouty.
0: It looks like he's like auditioning to be on the cover of GQ or something. Do they still publish that?
1: Yes, they do. (laughs) Um, and we are this week sponsored by GQ.
0: Um, oh, just as a little tidbit, it made me giggle. But
1: he, he is, uh, again, he is a budget Carl.
0: I think he's getting better, though.
1: Well, I mean, you could only get better. He's starting These from...
0: Can only get better.
1: <laughs> yeah, insert that as well. Um, look, uh, he has a very... Uh, I st- again, I still can't quite believe that he has this storyline going for him now because he's quickly becoming one of the main characters of this show mm. um and as i said before i didn't really feel like they were going to pull the trigger with him they were just going to replace him with someone else but they have done and uh and he's running with it and look yeah he likes a pout every now and then but he's all right isn't he
0: I felt like he was better this week. You know I don't like Henry very much. No. I find him irritating, and I did shout at him He's once. He's less
1: irritating than when he was a bit of a maniac kid.
0: Yeah. Although we did get a little flashback to that in this episode, which I thought was quite nice. He was doing his him stick with the practice. Stick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Playing with his stick in the yard. Oh. <laughs> right by the horses. Ooh. Why? Why? Why have you got them involved? They were there. <laughs> they were there, <laughs> but, you know. Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. Uh, can I take this in a slightly darker direction?
0: Uh, yes, you um, can. Please
1: do. So, and weirdly enough, it's it's a positive, but it's also a negative. Okay. Right, so the baby. Yep. Baby's going mental. Mm-hmm. Well, or just doing what a baby does and crying. Yep. Um, Inappropriate timing, but,
0: you know. Baby very, very,
1: that. yeah, very annoying baby, I've got to say. Um, but you know alpha's like, yeah, just put it on the floor let let the zombie silence it if it can't be silenced naturally, the zombies will you know bite his face off, and I'm just like, that's a small baby, like come on now this this doesn't feel like and again, I won't spoil too much. we'll discuss it in comic corner. this doesn't feel like comic alpha.
0: Okay.
1: having said that I don't mind that their alpha is different because I, I do think that it's it's proving to be very interesting and Samantha Morton is just running with it she's um, fucking brilliant yeah at, at playing me. this version of of alpha um, which uh, I'd suggest is probably kind of less it sounds weird but less human than the one that I've felt like I read in the comics but interesting yeah but obviously this uh this zombie um apocalypse uh where they're about to uh, feast on uh baby leads to certainly the best scene or uh, shots um that the walking dead has had for years years yeah
0: wasn't it incredible like, I was on the edge of my seat watching this the first time. And even mm. the second time, I stopped what I was doing while I was kind of multitasking yep. to watch it again because it's so incredibly done. Yeah. And the tension and the way that they've done the sound, um, you know, and Connie running through those sticks of corn. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Yeah, it's like a wheat field. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Fucking brilliant. Is, yep. is this the scene that nailed it for you? Yes. Yeah.
1: But again, I, I hadn't even thought about a scene like this. This is how it should be done. You, you compare this to uh, Gaby, blind Gaby, running around straight into trees. And you're like, oh my God, this is just terrible. Um oh, I with, about that. With his, like, uh, I don't know, his, his Channel 5-esque... I'm not having a go at Channel 5, but they have some very budget shows. But so they are sponsoring us this um, week. <laughs> it just looked cheap. Whereas this, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> not because uh, that's not a play on gay being blind, by the way. <laughs> but I um, I didn't see it coming. Uh, and when it happened, it kind of just hit me. And I was like, oh, well, this is horrible to watch. But it was unbelievable. and I, And I kind of felt like I was watching just excellent television. Like, this is what it should be. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't expect it. It was of a character I have absolutely no interest in, and now she's just gone from, like, nothing to, yeah, more of that, please, but don't do it again in the next episode. That would be terrible.
0: Yeah, if we start repeating shit, it's starting it to start getting pretty tedious. I, I think the thing that made it so incredible was the fact that you didn't see it coming. Yeah. And, and I think, even on the second watch, it didn't really feel to me like there was anything Indicating that that was going to happen, yeah. I thought she was going to do the sensible thing, just fucking stay there. And you know, she know, blew my mind. And yeah. it, you're right; it totally changed my opinion of Connie. And yeah. I think I really like her. I really want to see more of her now. Mm. And that whole that whole scene was just so well done. Yeah, and it was scary. <laughs> and I haven't been scared or you know even mildly freaked out by The Walking Dead for quite some time. Mm. You know, don't get me wrong; some of it's grace and some of it's been like, oh jumpy yeah. but that was proper terrifying that was like the first time you watched signs
1: it was um yeah i mean it was uh, the jump scares are effective because the situation is real mm. you're not just dealing with some moron that just walks into a dark house and is like <laughs> i wonder what's going on in here oh god, oh, god. um you know this this is someone that uh, obviously she's hearing impaired and you you suffer that as as the viewer you don't know what's happening um and i uh, genuinely it felt like there was some peril there Mm-hmm could they have killed her off there? Would that have been amazing? Like, how like grim would that have felt?
0: It would have been real fucking grim. And I think they could have done. I think they made the right choice not to. Yeah. Uh, for for a number of reasons. I think if they had, you might have got a five out of me, actually. <laughs> just, just because it's absolute fucking tragedy. Yeah. If she'd have gone, the baby's gone. That is, well, I mean, yeah. that is brutal as fuck. Yeah. And the thing I, one of the things I really liked about this episode in general was that it was brutal. Mm. So you've got the, you know, ridiculous romp from the kingdom and all that. <laughs> and then you've got the juxtaposition of this fucking horrifically brutal group of people and set of scenes that just like make you feel unbelievably uncomfortable. Yeah. And you, you feel her peril mm. in this. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I don't want to say baby die. <laughs> or anyone, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, well, some people.
1: Yeah. But Show over baby dead.
0: I, d- I don't think I'd be able to cope with that. Yeah.
1: That I think it'd be a bit be much. Horrendous.
0: Well, can we talk about Connie a little bit? Yep. So obviously, you know, this is her pièce Resistance, résistance, um, fair play to her, but obviously she is, she is rescued from this peril in the field, yep. by Daryl. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the episode, she's determined that she's going to go with Daryl because she can't live with it either. Mm. And I, 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 you're right in that she was a bit of a nothing character for a little while, you didn't really feel connected to her. But all of a sudden, all I want to see is the adventures of Connie, Daryl and Dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I don't want to see the dog go. Well, forget Dog. He, what, what about Connie the dog's going to die, though.
0: No, he's already escaped death once, he'll be fine.
1: Uh, well, I'm telling you now. When that dog dies, and it's going to it's gonna hurt some people because, <laughs> you know, when Shiva died, at least it was a massive CGI cat that you were just like, well, I mean, it doesn't even look real, so what's the point? But, uh, I mean, a real dog? A real dog getting eaten alive? I don't think they... And the noise it's going to make as I well. I don't think
0: they'd real use the real dog.
1: No, I think they will.
0: Well, that's horrible.
1: For another Five Bloob episode. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I in just,
0: seriousness, what about Connie and Daryl?
1: It's interesting. I didn't see that coming i'm assuming there's going to be some rather annoying conversing between the two of them with the old notepads and stuff and you were right in in saying that he must be a very difficult man to lip read
0: yeah i do i mean because sometimes i find it hard to see what he's saying
1: there were a couple of times in that episode where i was like what did you just say there (laughs) um so poor Cody. yeah bless her but um hey look it's 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 interesting i definitely didn't see it coming I now assume that she will die at some point um, later on this uh, this season.
0: Well, I'm assuming that they might find another way to communicate. Um, and yes, I am being sexy. I mean, um, not being sexy. Obviously, that's something I'm not capable of. Um, I am intimating <laughs> that they'll become sexy together. Sexy time. Um, Relationship.
1: Jesus Christ. They're going to fuck one another. Yeah. Like, yeah, cool. That's what I was trying to um,
0: say. Really? Do you think so? I got the it impression that happen. they were. I'm actually okay with that. Oh,
1: look I mean why not you know um, Daryl needs a bit
0: of light in his life yeah
1: well I mean that would put to bed the old Daryl's gay rumours they've been going about for a few, a fair few years now yeah um, so yeah could happen could happen
0: I'm excited to, I hope I hope we still see them next episode and we don't have to wait another episode for them mm. uh, but I imagine we we'll probably won't see them next episode but I'm looking forward to it and you know Dog's great he's a sniffer dog now who knew that
1: well, yeah, I mean, I, I assume that was the case. Otherwise, what's the point?
0: I thought he was just a friendly companion for Daryl because he had <laughs> such a dark and depressing life. in No, Daryl's not like
1: that. He's all about, are you useful? Yeah, and also, well. he'll probably stroke the dog every so often. That's not a euphemism either. <laughs> I
0: didn't um, even think it was. No, but you
1: looked at me like, well, <laughs> is that a dodgy thing? Or um, um, I imagine he does. Very lonely man.
0: What? <laughs> oh for fuck's sake but anyway okay so most of this is probably going to come up in comic corner uh but we obviously we obviously got our um little background piece with ezekiel and jerry yeah trying really badly to tell ezekiel and carol that he was having a baby with Mm. his wife yeah that was brilliant weird what was the language he used Said, up, up the pole? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Baking in the oven? What's well, that? Like bun in the oven?
1: Yeah. I mean that's and fine. Prigo. But up the pole?
0: I've never heard that before. Prigo is
1: just like that's just lazy.
0: I think it's hilarious.
1: She is briggle <laughs> Just say it, man.
0: Yeah, Eight weeks. I mean, yeah, a bit early.
1: Yeah. Why is he? Yeah. He's
0: excited, bless him. Yeah, you know, finally managed to reproduce. What do you mean? Tiny, finally. Tiny like, little, He's
1: been trying. No, like, he's, been,
0: he's been waiting for the right woman, hasn't he?
1: Yeah. Now he's now
0: he's founder. any woman. Like, can you imagine tiny little Jerry's running around? Fucking brilliant! Can't wait for this. Oh well, yeah, I
1: can because I mean, I mean, leap forward, it's already born. So
0: yeah, well, true. Yeah, true. Next um,
1: episode, probably fourteen years old.
0: We're not gonna have another time jump like that. Well, don't, I don't go know. fucking around with it. Could Come do. on. Uh, but one of the things that comes up in these conversations is the fair. Mm. So I thought this was dead <laughs> and gone. <laughs> And um, well, we did say we we're hoping to see it this this kind of second half of the season.
1: It will happen this season.
0: Well, it's clearly got to. Uh, but I I sort of forgotten that it was happening, and I thought that they'd just given up on it. No. But still seemed pretty keen, and it's going to be movie night. Uh,
1: Would, yes. And
0: um, give us a brief opinion, John, and then we'll talk maybe in some more detail in Comic Corner. Um,
1: about it. What of the fair? I mm. can't say anything about it. Well, not even in Comic Corner.
0: <clears throat> oh fuck.
1: Yeah. We okay. have to. We have to wait for it to happen.
0: Okay. So what about, uh, so something that I really liked about this set of scenes, what about the other thing that's revisited, uh, which is the charter? That crops yeah. up again.
1: Yeah, interesting. With um, Jesus
0: arisen from the dead.
1: Yeah, I can kind of, uh, I didn't like that. I didn't like Jesus just randomly turning up.
0: I think he might have been contracted for one more episode. <laughs> Fucking just hell. Just has to like, get him in there.
1: Yeah, just, all right, um, just all right, on the horse, just, and yeah, now you go. gone. That was shit. I didn't like that. I say, I mean, it wasn't shit, but it just felt a bit cheap. I think even the music at that point was a bit like, oh, what's going on here?
0: It's like comedy western.
1: And I could see you looking at me as if to like, oh, I wonder what he's going to think about Jesus (laughs) turning up. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, I mean, it's just in the past, isn't
0: it? I mean, It did take me a moment when I first watched it to realise it he was the, the so I genuinely thought he'd, like, resurrected or something. Yeah. Like, he is Jesus, after well, all. Well, yeah, there you go. Um, but but the Charter, so, like, we haven't talked about this in a while, and obviously that was a huge part of rebuilding society, connecting all of the um, the, the different camps and, and communities into <laughs> one beautiful, loving world. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Alpha turned up and started fucking with that shit. Mm. Uh, but, well, Well, not yet.
1: No, but, I mean, what's your opinion of why that's not happened? Because that, that charter has been out there for a while now.
0: Well, because Maggie fucked off. Yeah. Rick's dead. <laughs> yeah. Michonne's not speaking to the I mean, hilltop. Rick isn't dead, but... Well, dead, in inverted commas. Yeah. Uh, Michonne's not speaking to the hilltop. Or the kingdom, by the yeah. sounds of it. You know, they've oh, yeah, had, they've they've had all, a... They've
1: all just been become, like...
0: They've had a massive bro tiff. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, over something. We don't know. Yeah. Um, well,
0: maybe we'll find out at some point. Possibly not.
1: It's. Uh, I think it's fairly obvious that the charter is is going to become this goal. It's the next thing, isn't it? It, it, ca- it can't just be constantly fighting other people. Um, I know Len has always spoken about his interest in seeing them build society, and, mm. and we're starting to see, you know, the very remnants of that. And it and it's always felt like with Rick leaving the show. I mean, he'll definitely be back, but with him leaving the show this next stage is them rebuilding society and where yeah. it goes. Um and as I've said before, I look forward to um, you know, potentially a season. There's no zombies. That's got nothing to what? do with it. Oh yeah, it could happen.
0: Could happen. Could. Happened.
1: Probably won't. But yeah, it's um it's an interesting one. I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad it's uh, Ezekiel that's um that's running with it.
0: He is the right man for it, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean They've kind of made him seem a bit shit at times, a bit like indecisive and he's kind of come away from being that great leader. Um, you could understand when Cheever died he was you know feeling sorry for himself.
0: He's got Carol now.
1: yep he does and now he's like, look let' let's do this man right like, mm. this is important and he's right it is important.
0: It's incredibly important. I, th- I also think that the fact that he has Carol now, the two of them are a force to be reckoned with for various different reasons. <laughs> yep. You know, they're both competent fighters, yep. except for that one time that Ezekiel nearly died on his own. <laughs> that was awful. Um, but they've also both got incredibly strong um hair, glorious hair, both yep. of them. Strong hair Elven Carol. Yep. Uh, but they've both got ins- incredibly strong morals and visions and experience enough of so many different types of and experiences in society that I think, you know, if you were going to give anyone the control of putting this shit back together, yep. it should be the two of them. Mm. And yeah, they, I agree. I think they're they're amazing together, you know, the king and his queen. Um, and yeah, they have so much respect. They've got so much experience and they know everybody. And Carol is an incredibly talented diplomat yep. now. So I, I really hope that they get to run with it and they get somewhere with it.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I did agree. notice
0: that the, the sanctuary was on there.
1: Yeah, Oceanside. Yeah. Yep. How much do they know about the sanctuary then, considering that we've seen it and it's dead? There's no one there.
0: Well, don't know.
1: Clearly not a lot.
0: <laughs> I mean, at this point, they don't even know that Jesus is dead.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Is as they're coming out of the cinema, realm. But you
1: could understand them not knowing one person's yeah. dead. I think uh, I mean, Jesus not wasn't... knowing a whole community has been decimated is pretty bad.
0: Well, uh, but is that the case? Because when they came back with the charter, that was a couple of years back, wasn't it? So maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't decimated then.
1: Mm.
0: Maybe. Or maybe when they first wrote the charter, it, was. it wasn't. <laughs> was it?
1: Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. It's uh, it's very confusing with all the timelines.
0: At least it's not like Westworld. Because <laughs> I know roughly where we are in time. Yeah, that is true, yeah. I'm completely and utterly fucking baffled I can't yeah. am, by that show. Um, can we talk about Henry and Lydia? So I really I really enjoyed this um, part of the episode. And I didn't, apart from the pouting and I take the piss, but actually I thought, I think he's growing into himself somewhat. Yeah. And I, I thought that they're. Obviously we didn't see Lydia for quite a while at the beginning Mm. and then obviously Henry goes and lets her free and takes her out and they escape and I thought their conversation was really good and um, well acted. They've got good chemistry. She's brilliant, Lydia. Hmm. I think she's a a cracking little thing. Yep. Um, And then obviously Enid and... AD. Enid and Aidy turn up.
1: She is a waste of a character. Uh, Sorry, no, no. That makes it seem like she's good. She isn't. There's no point in her being in this. She, she is like, oh, shit, we forgot about this character from the comics. Let's just fill that gap somehow.
0: Um, she does serve a purpose. You know, she delivers the I mean. to Daryl.
1: Yeah, just give someone else to do it. <laughs> um,
0: but I thought the conversation between Henry and Enid uh, was really good.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. Again, I'm, you know, I'm not having a go at that. I'm nitpicking. This is a five bloob. But Aidy is just a weird... I don't know what the point of her character is.
0: It's hard to podcast with you when it's a five-blue because I'm trying to get you to be shitty about stuff and it's just not working. <laughs> now I've got to be the negative one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I th- I thought the whole thing was really well done. I thought that... I thought that Enid's conversation with Henry was really heartfelt, mm. and obviously it, it threw us back to thinking about Carl. Yep. And um, you know Enid's beginnings—you know she harked she back to just survive somehow, uh, which yep. irritated the fuck out of me when that happened originally. But actually, it's it's nice to think back about how far she's come, yeah, and how far she's developed. And and Henry not quite getting that, but Lydia being big enough and ugly enough to come <laughs> out and say <laughs> it's a phrase. <laughs> I don't so know, to come it? out and say, you know, actually, you're right, I I, sh- I will go back, I should do this. Mm. Although I do think that she's slightly misguided in thinking that her mother, Alpha, has come to rescue her because she's sorry. I don't think that's the case at all.
1: No, but do you think that she actually believes that?
0: I don't know, I think there's a part of her that wants to, which uh, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, uh, yeah. I, I think there's definitely that kind of hope. I think she knows. I think it's pretty obvious that she knows she's not going back into this lovely thing. Um, I and mean, that was
0: pretty obvious when she got a fucking wallet around the face, wasn't
1: it? Yes, interesting, interesting.
0: Is that all you got to say on that?
1: Well, I will elaborate in Comic Corner.
0: Okay. Uh, one last thing. So when Luke and Alden come back, yep. Enid and Alden, what did you think of their reunion? Um, I mean, a
1: bit insensitive to do it in front of fucking Henry.
0: Oh, he's over her now. <laughs> well not Lydia
1: but... no 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 no. but I mean like he's just given up his love and he's been convinced to do it by
0: hold on hold on he's known Lydia for five minutes it's, I know but it's he... impossible
1: no but he's he's thinking with his his he's Henry oh um <clears throat> yep yeah. so he's thinking of that <laughs>
0: I was trying to think of another way to describe him that was, like, um, his something, Henry with an H, and all I can think of is his hard Henry.
1: Ooh.
0: Which is disgusting. Um,
1: Homicidal hard Henry. But, um, (laughs) so he's been convinced to to give up his side piece by Enid, Uh, and you think, Alright, right, yeah, fair enough, like, her argument is solid. But then uh, when she reunites with, um, with Alden, it's like, all right, well, did she have an ulterior motive? Like...
0: Yes, I mean, she made that quite clear. But I know that you like Lydia, but they've got our people. They've got my Alden. Like, fucking <laughs> stop being so selfish and thinking with your cock and yeah, but, let me have my boyfriend back. Yeah, and she's thinking
1: with her. For Enid. JJ. Yeah. Gross. Fair enough.
0: That is gross. It's, this yeah. has turned into, like, yeah, fuck, nice. Um, I really liked it. And I, I've got to make an apology to um, Caitlin that I've been a bit of a bitch about Enid for the last two years. You like her now, Yeah. She's growing on me, and I am sorry because she was young and a teenager, and I think she's now, no, she's all right, yeah. yeah, all right. And I'm not going to go overboard. I'm not going to five bloop her, but she's no, a, she's not, a, I
1: mean, we don't bloop individuals anyway. <clears throat>
0: we should, uh, but no, she's she's growing on me, and actually, her character is developed in a way I like, and I now feel slightly bad for being so shitty about her before, <laughs> only enough. slightly. Yeah, and there's my public apology. I might cut that later.
1: Yeah, there you go, Enid, with your sour face.
0: Oh, because she's had a hard life. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to talk about, John, before we move along?
1: No, let's let's move along to uh, a corner of comics.
0: Okay, so before we do that, here is your spoiler warning. If you don't want to find out anything about the comic storylines to spoil your enjoyment of the show, then you can switch off now. Uh, You won't miss much at the end, but if you want to come back in a few minutes, then you can. But for now, it's time to pass the reins over to John for Comic Corner. (music)
1: Hello there, and uh, I've done prep this week, Woo-hoo! so there you go, welcome to Comic Corner, this will be the last Comic Corner I ever do. Um, <laughs> That's what you think. Yeah, oh Jesus. Anyway, so a couple of points to discuss, this episode, 50% of it, it has nothing to do with the comics, so um, there is no trip to the cinema. Um, Boring. Well, but that was just silly, let's, let's be honest, you know, it wasn't awful. But it doesn't happen. So we won't speak about that. There are a couple of things that do happen. Okay. So uh, in the comics, it's fairly similar, much shorter uh, in time in the comics. This is a very quick exchange. So Alpha turns up at Hilltop. She greets Maggie, mm-hmm. not Daryl, because, you know, Daryl doesn't exist in the comics. Same thing happens. They ask for Lydia back, and it's Dante and Ken rather than Alden and Luke. Lydia doesn't escape, and they just trade off fairly quickly. And again, as we've discussed before, it's Carl instead of fucking...
0: Henry. Horny Henry. Horny Henry.
1: Um, But but having said that, the reaction is is pretty much the same. The, uh, The kiss goodbye. Carl actually ends up having an argument with Maggie... Oh, really? Um, and says, you know, how could we do this? Uh, and it's fairly similar. I would say the dialogue probably makes more sense between Henry and Daryl. But yeah, pretty similar. Pretty similar.
0: Do you think that uh, making it longer and more protracted in the show was better?
1: Uh, yes, because as I say, in the comics, it's fairly quick. Um, there is none of this baby drama. Baby gate. Yep. Well, okay. Baby at the gate. Um, So, yeah, no baby almost gets eaten by zombies. So, yeah, that that added in was excellent because it created a drama that 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 really needed. Mm. Coming on to the trade-off itself, again, fairly similar. But uh, when she goes out and uh, meets her mum, she uh, she does that same thing, you know, hello, mum, blah, blah, blah. She goes, no, you call me Alpha. And she goes, yeah, uh, I'm Alpha. Like, tries to get her straight back in line. And the, the complaint that I have here, she doesn't slap her. Okay. When I read that in the comics, I read that as she's trying to protect her from the rest of the group.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Um. Yeah, so So more by not giving her, you know, any kind of different treatment, just pulling her back in, reminding her of her place. Exactly that.
1: Exactly that. You know, Alpha is a major player in the series, and she's obviously the leader of a a terrifying group. Mm. But as with any leadership of a group, it's uh, there are threats to her leadership, so she has to appear strong. And the last thing she wants to do is uh, appear weak um, mm. by acknowledging the fact that she is a mum. But in the comics, it feels very like protective. Whereas in that, it just... It, again, I, I've already said, I don't mind what they're trying to do with the character because it, it does seem like it, it is working. It is working with Samantha Morton behind it. So, mm.
0: Do you not think that the point of that is kind of defeated by the fact that she went to rescue her anyway? Because I want it got... back. Well, I got the... so I got the impression as in
1: like that's mine. I want oh, that like back. Oh, possession. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that okay. That doesn't belong to you. That belongs to us. The the whole that makes more sense. Um, and again, like, them coming up on the gate and saying you invaded our land. Um, in the comics, that is very much a. We will leave you alone. Just don't come into our land. Yeah, just
0: leave us the fuck alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, that's interesting.
1: Which I didn't think necessarily comes across that much in this. She does. She does explicitly say it, but her character in the show feels much more like a an out and out villain Mm. than in the comics.
0: That's it. Yeah, that's interesting because I didn't get that kind of feeling at all. I didn't feel like the thing she was pissed off about was her. Her land and her possessions, yeah. I felt like she was spoiling for a fight. Yeah. Where she kept saying, there will be no conflict. I kept thinking, yeah, but won't there? So that's, that's quite interesting. So they are clearly portraying her quite differently. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love it, but it's yeah. interesting to see the difference.
1: Yeah. Um. In the comics, it pretty much ends the same way. So she goes off. Carl is furious Um. and goes after her. Mm-hmm. Maggie immediately panics because Rick's obviously still alive at this point. Yeah. And he's obviously sent Carl there. And the...
0: Now she's lost him. Yeah.
1: So to go back, it's uh, Ezekiel not wanting to send Henry away. Is Rick not wanting to send Carl...
0: Right. Okay, yeah.
1: ...away. So she's immediately panicking. She's like, right, okay, I've just let Rick's son disappear off to fight these whisperers.
0: Well, a bit like Daryl would feel about Carol. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, flip it around a bit. Well, completely flip the genders, but Daryl must be feeling <laughs> fucking shitty. He's supposed gender to be... Gender flip. Gender flip. Uh, he's supposed to be looking after and, and mentoring Henry and taking care of him, and now he's letting him fucking run off in the middle of the night. Mm. In fact, he's letting him run off like three times. <laughs> he's a shit surrogate parent. Yeah, he's not doing very well no. there. I was going to say, so actually they're, they're being quite true to the storyline. They're just portraying it and characterising it. Just a switching bit up the
1: characters, yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 but that's what I mean. Like, it's... Uh,
0: this is uh, this is still a big
1: moment in the comics don't get me wrong but i just felt like it it works better in the show even though at this point they have inferior characters involved bar um daryl who is always excellent
0: that he is that he is but thank you john Some very interesting things to uh, to think about and uh, I'm sure we're going to be seeing much more uh, development of these storylines in the unique way of Angela Kang. Uh, but that's it for us this week. Uh, we've had a first, we've had a five Blueberry Walking Dead episode from John.
1: Yeah. Miracle. Know. I also am amazed, to be honest. I did not think this is going to happen. <sighs> Do you know what? I think we're going to get a couple more five bloobs. I, mean, I just
0: I just got that feeling. Well, let's not jinx it. So for now, do keep up with this on all of the social media channels. It's at fancriticalpod on Twitter, fan underscore critical on Instagram, and fancritical on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We will be back to the full three-man team for The Walking Dead next week. Well, Possibly. <laughs> Len will be back anyway and I'll still be here because I'm stuck in a revolving hell no I'm joking uh, hopefully we'll all be back at some point Len will definitely be back next week uh, but for the meantime that is us for tonight so say goodnight John
1: Good night, John
0: see you all next week